0: Hi, my love. It's Ruby and welcome to the Rituals to Seven podcast. You're in the right place if you're an online coach excited to meet your first million dollars and you're even more excited that you finally found someone who's doing it through intuitive flow and spiritual connection. In these episodes, I'll teach you how to grow your business in the most aligned way. Okay. Are you ready for the magic? Let's get started with today's episode. I had one of those movie moment experiences just a couple of weeks ago and went a little something like this. I walked out of the Louis Vuitton store with so many bags that let's just say it turned heads and people were stopping and looking at my bags. And there was the moment where the Louis Vuitton staff member came out And she was sending me off and I had another sort of person helping me with another bag. I mean, it was just a whole situation. It was very devil wears Prada and I was Miranda kind of thing. You know, it was just stack it up put it in my car boot. It was so abundant and it was definitely a human experience that I actually really wanted to have out of pure playfulness, pure joy, and feeling so good about these purchases. And I want to firstly say that we can all experience levels of abundance in very different forms, and we go through totally different desires of different types of abundance desires in our lifetime. For a while there, my abundance experience was all about literally experiences, travel, you know, having enough money to buy a plane ticket anytime for my whole family and be able to hop and skip across the world. So grateful I was able to do that before the world literally turned upside down. I also crave to have an abundance of time, an abundance of choice, an abundance of love at one stage. And wherever you are at right now, this experience is yours to have. And I entered into a phase where we were grounding for a little while, nesting, if you like, just simply because we weren't able to travel so much. So entered a season of material goods, having a beautiful home, a beautiful car, beautiful furniture, lovely clothes that I didn't need to stuff into one suitcase anymore for a while. You know, just being able to experience buying luxury designer goods, because this is something that I guess for the longest time i wanted to have in my life. And let's go back about 10 years ago, I was in a very different version of my life. I was in my first marriage. Mike and I both are in our second marriages now and just so in love. Both of our first marriages looked very different. And I I can't speak on behalf of him on this podcast, but certainly for me, my first marriage was great for a certain period of time. And it started to move more and more and more into that sort of roommate, friend zone, you know, housemate type of energy. There was no passion there anymore. We were good friends, certainly not feeling all the beautiful desires that you hope to have with your lover and your partner. What happened as a result of that, without me even really being very conscious of it at the time, was seeking material things to fill that gap in my life and This meant I was buying really expensive suits for my corporate job, beautiful shoes, having the car, having the house, having all these things, but they were bought to fill a gap and they were bought out of debt. So I was stacking it onto my credit card. It was bad debt and I did not know how to get myself out of it. All I knew was that most weekends I would find myself at the mall and I'd be buying so much shit that I didn't need, coming home and feeling so guilty about these purchases, total buyer's remorse, feeling so sick in the guts about it. And yet, I was just sort of an addictive cycle that I was in. And every Friday at work as well, here's a vivid memory. We had casual Fridays (laughs) where we didn't have to wear our suit. We could wear casual clothes to work. And every Thursday night I would find myself at the shops trying to find a new outfit for the Friday so that I could feel good about myself. And that is definitely not a place I ever want to be back in again. And a lot of financial healing had to be done from that place. By the time me and my first husband divorced, I was in shitloads of debt. Even after selling a property and feeling like I was back on my feet again, it took me a little while to actually be financially independent and out of a place where I was constantly owing the bank and paying certain things off with high interest and getting myself just back to ground zero and being able to build wealth from that place. This was probably three years before I started my business. So all of that had to have been done. I feel because if not, my business would have been really built out of necessity and need and lack rather than from a place where it's like, Yeah, at least it was neutral where I was building from a place of, yes, I feel somewhat financially safe and being able to build from there. And today we're really digging deeper into the topic of how we pay ourselves as business owners and how we incentivize ourselves as we grow our businesses if you are coming from a place of and growing your business, this conversation doesn't even really get to be had, right? Like you're literally just trying to stay afloat and pay the bills. You can't even entertain the idea of incentivizing yourself or paying yourself in a way that feels good because everything just kind of gets back into that rat race or that wheel of just trying to stay afloat. So there's definitely something else to be said there around getting yourself back into a place of neutrality with your financials and the sovereignty of how your business is set up. And going off a little bit off topic here for a little bit, what I had to do was actually go back to work for some time and just have a paycheck coming in for a number of months, almost 18 months, so that I could feel really solid in having a financial runway built. And this way I was able to really create certain wealth and at least, you know, be able to start selling in my business without feeling like I wasn't even able to meet my basic needs of paying my tech system and having, you know, some kind of, assistance support, for example, in my business. So that's that's definitely something to be said. Or in other words, it's around this idea that as early stage entrepreneurs and anyone who's had a business for under five years, we're still learning. We're still very much in our early stages and early phases of, you know, really grasping what it takes to grow a long-term sustainable brand. But one of the big financial mistakes I think a lot of entrepreneurs make, especially when we're investing in something or we're thinking about the financial management of our businesses is because we're attaching a lot of emotion to it. So a lot of emotion around obviously worth or whether this is going to make us feel good in the short term, but we're not thinking about the long-term either ramifications or the long-term successes of that choice that we're making. So let's dive a little bit deeper. I pay myself a salary through my business, but here's something that surprises a lot of people. I don't actually see my salary in the form of it hitting my personal bank account. It's allocated as part of our revenue, our sales, and our bookkeeper and accountant really puts it all in the right sort of containers, if you like, on the PL. However, it's not as though that money gets transferred to me like it would do if I was working for an employer. How I've chosen to receive my income is for it to actually continue to sit in business savings and for it to be reinvested into the business that way. Because, I mean, what is it going to do in my bank account? I'm just going to want to spend it on things that I probably don't necessarily need. And at this stage, I'm still under five years in my business and I would rather reinvest and grow the business that way rather than having all these material things around me. I am really all about long-term generational wealth and success. I want the business to continue being very prosperous and in a healthy, healthy state so that I'm able to do even more things with that money and have great sovereign decisions in the way that my financials are set up. And of course, this is just the way that I I like to do things with my money. It's got nothing to do with not receiving and not feeling I'm able to hold that money. I would rather have and hold that money in a place where my business gets to thrive because of it. And this has been so cool because this is exactly why I'm able to make high level investments into mentors or hire and trial and test different experts in my business to grow my business. And it's never done out of a place where I feel like, oh my gosh, I feel so sick about it. It's always done from a place of, yes, this is why my business is growing because I'm reinvesting that income back in. So I hope that makes sense. I do, however, have a little sum of money that comes from my allocated income. And maybe some of you guys will laugh at this, but I have a little savings account. I call it my abundance Spend Freely account. And I have $1,500 Australian dollars come in there every single month. Not a week, every single month. (laughs) Um, Maybe something that you wouldn't have thought you would hear from a multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. However... These $1,500, I'll tell you what, I do definitely make it go quite some way. And I love this. It almost becomes a bit of a fun game for me where I'm like, oh, you know, I'll have certain expenses every month that I it's almost unfair to call it an expense. It's more like an energizer. So it'd be things like my weekly blow dries, my nails that I get done once a month, any skin treatments, any fun little supplements that I like to take to make me feel better. I also have a, what's it called? Like I'm able to rent designer clothes from this place. And so being in front of camera a lot, I like to try out different designers without having to buy something, commit to it and not love it. So instead it's just a really beautiful system that I have there. So that's about like a hundred bucks a month, which I love, 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 love how it outgoes there. Any readings that I'd like to do, tarot readings, human design readings, buying crystals. That's definitely a big part of my $1,500 a month. And what else? If I think of more, I'll name them, but they're just so fun. And it's not like I have to, um, take it out of the main account. It's just purely this playfulness that I have around this money that I get to spend. So that's one way that I do incentivize myself. And often I can't even spend the $1,500. Everything that I've just mentioned is maybe $600, less than half of what I'm getting. So then the rest of it goes into a high interest part of my savings. And before I know it in three, four, five months, I've got almost 10 grand is sitting in there, which is just so abundant. And I think to myself, yes. Okay. So once a quarter, I might take myself out and have these like massive fuck off shopping sprees. Hence why I was able to go to Louis Vuitton and be like, yes, I'm splurging 10K. I'm going to buy all of this stuff because it just feels so good. And also every year I treat myself to a new statement piece, a new handbag. I say this, like I've been doing this for years, literally the last three years, I have bought myself a beautiful new handbag. And this year at Louis Vuitton, I also bought one of their duffel bags. I bought like a bum bag, which actually just sits cross body across my shoulders. I bought a new makeup case, which is really handy for when I travel to Melbourne and back and anywhere else I go. I bought a scarf, sunnies, a key ring, just little things like that. And they box it up so beautifully that it makes it look so much bigger, like in terms of how many items I bought. But that felt so good. And all of it came purely from the way I incentivized myself. And that was incredible. Hi, lovely. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I wanted to jump in really quickly to let you know about one of my favorite courses that I've ever put together called Soul Led Business. When I first started my business, I drew a really hard line between my spiritual side and all things strategy. To a certain point, I experienced amazing success. Perhaps you've seen that and heard that on the podcast itself, but I lent purely on push energy and it eventually led me to a form of burnout. Burnout. It wasn't until I embraced my intention and intuition that my business started to flow. So if you're listening to this and you feel a little stuck in your business, you feel as though there's some sort of ceiling or there's limiting beliefs around earning more and being more of who you truly are, then check out Soul Led Business and don't forget to enter the code SOUL200 to get $200 off the course. Check the show notes below and let's get back to today's episode. I actually had some of my friends say to me, oh, you hit the credit card pretty hard that day, didn't you? Or, oh my God, you know, what did Michael say about it? I'm like, Michael didn't say anything. He didn't even notice the bags. He was just like, and then when I told him, he's like, oh, that's so good, babe. You totally deserve that. How amazing, even though he doesn't ever really care for what I wear or he's got absolutely zero interest in designer goods. He's very much a Wear it till there's holes in the t shirt, type of guy. <laughs> it's just so, so funny. Does anyone else have partners like that who just literally does not care for anything material? For Michael, his main driver is intellectual growth. Like, that's the best way I can describe it. Anything that helps him expand his knowledge, He's such an Aquarian, right? And think about things differently, he will invest in and buy that way, but nothing to do with the material aspects of this world. There is also another element to how I soulfully incentivize myself, which is very new and I'm loving it. I have the biggest smile on my face throughout this whole podcast episode if you can't hear it because it feels playful. This is my queen of coin and how she likes to play with money. A couple of months ago, I said to Mike, You know, one of the things that really, really excited me and drove me whenever I was in a sales role, my position was in recruitment. I would place people and get huge commissions from placing people at their dream companies, which was extremely rewarding in that sense. And I remember thinking to myself every quarter, I would get my bonuses from my employer. It would be heavily taxed as well, but whatevs. And it always just felt so good. All the recruiters would go out and we were basically a whole bunch of alcoholics. We just basically spend everything on drinks. The guys would go buy watches. The girls would go buy expensive suits and basically take ourselves away on gorgeous holidays and things like that. However, it did definitely drive my performance and it it brought this sense of playfulness and I don't know, it was I keep using the word sort of gamification because maybe it's just this human nature of seeing ourselves take ourselves to that next level, right? It's like level up or feeling as though, yes, I can meet that goal and do more and do more and kind of see how well we we do. And I said to Mike, okay, so any time that I make a sale in the business. And we drew the parameters up around what kind of sales. So not passive sales, not anything low ticket, but anything from Amplify Up. So Amplify, Rituals Inner Circle, retreats, and private client sales that I make. And all of these are into the thousands and thousands of dollars. I receive 5% of that sale and it goes into my abundance fund and this is so fun. It's so fun. And it's honestly been a really exciting way for me to show up in my business. So previously, like I mentioned, all of it just got put into business savings and all locked away. It still is in business savings. So I still treat it as though my income, which comes in, gets reinvested back in the business. My now abundance incentivization fund is a line item on our P&L, but it still sits within the business. But what this means is that I'm able to access it at any time, basically at a drop of a hat, if I want to do something really big and very special for myself. In terms of the commission dollars itself, so if it's 5% of 5,500, it's like 275 bucks. If I'm selling a rituals inner circle place at 25,000, it's like $1,200. And this starts to build, right? Like I have just filled nine places inside of inner circle. Every single time that I have um, an amplify client join, which happens like There's probably five to 10 enrollments every single month because you can join at any time that builds up any private clients, which comes through my retreats sold out as well. So you guys, I have like $47,000 sitting in this account. And there's just something so playful about that. Now I I'm still awaiting the experience of how I am going to flow this money into a physical manifestation of what that looks like. Heck, who knows? I could just decide I'm going to buy a house. (laughs) How cool is that? (laughs) Or I'm going to buy studio space, or I think I feel something really, really big, or maybe I take myself on a private jet and we fly to Heyman Island or something along those lines. But for now, It's not about having it to spend straight away. There's something so juicy about authority and joy and playfulness and how I'm allocating this money in my life. Now, if if you think about it this way, it's actually no different to how it would have been prior to me saying, hey, I want an abundance fund. I want to, you know, soulfully incentivize myself this way. Because it would have always just been there. But now giving it its purpose feels energetically fresh and exciting. So where in your business can you either soulfully incentivize yourself this way? You are more than welcome to take this idea and apply it to yours. pretty much all of my mastermind clients that I had chatted to in regards to this have said, hell yes, I'm doing that. It feels so fun. It feels so good. Or maybe you'll find something else that works really well for you. But the main thing here is nothing actually changes in terms of the structure of the way you're receiving money apart from just adding one line item in around commission, incentivization, abundance fund, whatever you want to call it. And it just creates this play. This is how we access our sovereignty in using money, seeing money flow in a really healthy way, creating a purpose for income and prosperity and wealth to dance with your energy. That is what is so beautiful. And what I'll be teaching you so much more about inside of Queen of Coin, my four-week signature money program to help you access new forms of wealth in this way. It's very practical, but just soaked in beautiful spiritual energetics for your business. If you are wanting to finally create this sense of knowing money is here to work for you and in this way where you're in vibrational alignment with even more prosperity, feeling freedom, being more open to receiving, changing your perspective from lack of money to something so much more expansive, then check out in the show notes, Queen of Coin. We start officially live at the end of July. I'm so excited that oh my goodness, I think we've got 50, 60 people registered now and enrolled. I cannot wait to teach this. It has been a long time coming. And if you are here for the live experience, feeling open and ready more than ever to receive, then I shall see you on the inside. For now, go and have the most enriched day of your life thus far, and I'll catch you for the very next episode. Thank you so much for sharing an energetic space with me today. I truly hope this has given you a new perspective to embrace, to ponder on, and of course, to apply into your businesses right here and right now. Because if not now, then when? If you are loving this podcast, please leave me a review. And further yet, if you have come to check out some more content of mine, then also have a look at the free classes link in the show notes below. There's new ones added quite often, and these aren't just tip of the iceberg learnings. Usually these are derived straight from my masterminds and content that you're going to be able to apply directly into your business right here and right now. So you're in for an absolute treat. Click on the link below and I'm excited to see you for the next episode.